Hi guys, uh, welcome to the newest Movie Nights podcast, focusing on the monthly television that we're going to be watching. My name is Ben. My name is Nick. <laughs> that, that's the natural Sorry. flow of yeah, it. Is yeah, that, like, I, thought, I, just I thought you were going to say the, something I, else. <laughs> I mean, you were covering it. Um, yeah, so we're really excited to get started. Um, I think right off the top, uh, I mm-hmm, uh, we should... I think talk about these streaming services because okay. there were a ton of them that debuted in November. Um, so we've got right at the top of November, we had Apple TV plus mm-hmm. um, there was Disney plus that happened in the middle of the month. Um, and I'm not sure when these are coming up, but there's also HBO max um, NBC's peacock. Very excited for peacock. <laughs> is, anyone, else, anyone else are ready for peacock? <laughs> so funny to me. Um, and then there's going to be a Discovery slash BBC service and BET Plus, which I believe also is already up and running. Just so many now. Yeah, it's and insane. it's insane. In, in addition to like Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, CBS All <laughs> Access, um, I don't understand the difference between all the HBO ones. I like, honestly, I, I know HBO Go. Yeah. That that's it. Cuz they've got like HBO Go, HBO Now, yeah. and now HBO Max. So I I know HBO Go has everything that they air television-wise and okay. they have a bunch of their movies on it, but HBO Now I have no idea and HBO Max I also have no idea. That's the new one, right? Yeah. 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 I don't know when it's supposed to be um debuting, but I was just like I don't even remember which one I used to watch Game mm-hmm. of Thrones. <laughs> it was I think I just used HBO Go. I think that's that might have been what I used. Yeah, that's what I yeah. use for all that stuff. But, um, but yeah, so like, what I've been thinking about is, at what point does it get to be too many? Um, because it there's there's so many now that people are paying for individually. Mm-hmm. It's almost like it's becoming sort of a bastardized version of cable. Essentially, like people are putting together. Ooh. <laughs> my line um, <laughs> um putting together their own cable packages essentially and and i mean even if you're paying for most if not all of these it's still going to be cheaper than yeah. a regular cable package well i think that's um, the purpose of it is yeah you're getting this sort of a la carte tv where you can pick the channels specifically that you want or yeah. anything like that but also with any cable subscription you get access to a lot of it so right. like my family has direct TV, so mm-hmm. I get access to like stars. I can go on to FX now, AMC, BBC. I can just cool. log into that, and it's just all there. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, because I w- I was wondering if there's gonna be kind of um, a bubble, you know, like um, where this kind of this trend grows and grows and grows mm-hmm. until um, the whole thing collapses because people don't want to pay for all of these services anymore, but. I don't know, because like you said, it's kind of a la carte. Yeah, so. I mean, I guess it's that and just there's only so many channels that are owned by so many companies. Right. Like at, at a certain point, you just run out. Like there's no reason for A&E or AMC, <laughs> TLC. There's, there's a Hallmark one. There's no. I mean, I believe that. They I have was, all their <laughs> Christmas movies on there. But um, I mean, my mom would probably pay for that if I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, it's only a matter of time before Disney owns it all, anyway. So I mean, don't they own like half of it at this point? It, yeah, it's it's insane. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's just something that I've been thinking about a lot lately. Is there's just so many, but I because uh, I know I subscribe to uh, God a lot of these. I'm probably gonna drop Apple TV Plus. Because I didn't like the shows on it. No? No. I didn't get it. I um, didn't really have an interest in that, I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, well, let me... Well, since I mentioned it, why don't we do a quick 
run down all that right. stuff. Yeah, go through um, it. I don't really know. I know that there was uh, like a show with Steve Carell and Jennifer Aniston. Yes, and, and then uh, the one about um, Emily Dickinson. Yes, yes. That, that's all I know about. Yeah, Apple and Plus, the, the, the Steve Carell one is the one that actually it's like the only one that I like. Yeah. Um, I so when they dropped it, um, there were three episodes of C up um, with Jason Momoa. Um, there were three episodes of For All Mankind and three episodes of um, The Morning Show. And um, there was the whole season of Dickinson. Mm. Um, oh, they did the whole season? Yeah, that. they dropped the whole season of that one. Um, and honestly, I was excited for that one too. Uh, mm. But I gave it two episodes and then I, I gave up because I, I was hoping it was going to be funnier. Um, and it just it was slow. Well, um, was it like a modern take on... Emily Dickens, I've read like stuff about that. Yeah, it was like it, it took place in the time period when she lived, mm-hmm. um, but the language was modern and it had modern um, music okay. in it as well. So, like the Great Gatsby with Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah, very much in that vein. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, I don't know, I was just disappointed because I, I mean, like Jane Kakowski, I. Is she the one from 30 Rock? Yes. Okay. Yes. She's in that show? Adored her. Yes. She plays um, uh, Emily Dickinson's mom. Okay. Um, And I was just like, what? They they didn't use her right? It just, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I was like, "Eh, I give up. There's there's so much. Yeah. And that's, I I feel like that might be something like a fault of mine. I'm I'm just so ready to cut and run on stuff because there's so much other stuff to watch. I I stick with it. I'm still trudging through Walking Dead. Oh. It pains why? me every day. Why? Oh. I, I, I got this far. I'm trapped. Fair. Um, but with Dickinson, <laughs> wasn't John Mulaney on it? Um, I don't think I got that far because I didn't no. see him. <laughs> I, I think he was on it. I think he played uh, Henry David Thoreau, actually, <laughs> for whatever reason. Yeah, but, yeah. I know. I, um, I guess I didn't get that far. Um, but, yeah, I, The Walking Dead, wow. Yeah. Don't That's true. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah, we can get to that later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but um, so some of the other shows, C, um, for me, it was beautifully shot. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. It was shot out in the um, Pacific Northwest, so like Oregon and everything, and it was gorgeous. But That's the um, Jason Momoa one. Yes, yeah. Um, and the kind of the premise is that um, society's gone blind, every person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not sure how far in the future it is, um, but it's pretty far in the future to where society is completely adapted um, and the my biggest issue with it was the lack of character development. Um, n- none of the characters really showed any growth. I watched the first three episodes when they mm-hmm. um, when they dropped them, uh, but I decided to stop after that because there there wasn't a lot of growth. But also, it asked for ever so slightly too much suspension of disbelief for me. Okay, um, I just I couldn't get past. Uh, entire society of um, people who couldn't see building these structures and um, it, it, it just I don't know it's it, there were some logical leaps that mm-hmm. I, I don't know I just I couldn't but see like I felt the same way with um, that uh, Sandra Bullock movie that was on Netflix uh, Bird Box yes yes it was like that was the same thing as Quiet Place mm-hmm. but did a better job of the suspension of disbelief on that. So I could see yes. like a whole society TV show about everyone going blind. Yeah. That being a, a tough concept to yeah. just, cause you want to try to blend the realism with it. Cause exactly. it's not like something simple where it's just like, Oh, it's a zombie or a vampire or whatever be it. Right. Yeah. 
And they, right in the first episode, there's a huge combat scene, mm-hmm. um, which was another thing. I was like... Oops. I mean, it's Aquaman, so... Right. Yeah. But I was like, how... If no one can see, how do they know who they're fighting or, like, who they're did killing? They, did how? they, like, establish that their their senses get heightened, like Daredevil or something? Kind of, but when the, when the combat scene came... Um, it's like right at the beginning of the episode, so they didn't really set too much of that. Oh, up. it's like the opening scene. Yeah, okay. yeah, and so it was like, I was like, I don't. Yeah, I was like, all right. Um, so I stopped watching that. They 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 put the rest of the season. I feel up like Jason now, but... Momoa would look very out of place in Oregon. Yeah, he has that like that mountain man type deal going yeah. for him, which I mean works for me, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it uh. <laughs> um, yeah, I just I don't know. I couldn't really get get yeah. too far into it. Um, and then for all mankind, to be honest, I watched one episode. And was what like, is that one? Um, so the the premise of that is essentially what if Russia won the space race? What if they landed on the moon okay. before um, before the U.S. did? And I don't know. It just it's it kind of reminded me of like an alternate history type thing, kind of like Man in the High mm-hmm. Castle, um, except not as interesting. Was there anyone like attached to it big? Like, or is it just um, kind of a, a thing that they tossed up on there? I feel like I recognize the, I, I can't remember the actor's name, but the um, the lead man. Uh, oh, can't remember his what name. What was it called? Um, For All Mankind. For All Mankind? Yeah. Um, yeah, as I'm sitting at a computer. I'm like, no, no, you're good. Um yeah, I, oh, uh, Joel uh, Joel Kinnaman. Yes, yes okay. Yes, yeah, yeah, I know him. He was in um, House of Cards there for a bit. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. That's where I know him from. Okay, yeah, he's a good uh, actor. Yes, uh, but I don't know. For me, it just wasn't a strong enough concept to pull me in, to draw me in. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I just there's so much other stuff that I'm watching. I'm like, all right, tapping out. Next, yeah, I'm done. Um, but then I got to the morning show. It was actually the last one that I tried out out of all of them. Um, and I, I. I can't decide if it's objectively good or if it's a like, guilty pleasure. <laughs> is that is that the best one out of the shows they've launched? I think so. Okay. Um, but not enough to keep you to to keep with Apple Plus. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's um it's good. It's kind of like I'm trying to decide if it's if it's trying to be a melodrama mm-hmm. or if it's trying to actually take itself seriously and say something cuz the the premise of it is that it's I mean essentially it's the Today Show, yeah. Um, but uh, Steve Carell's character has um, been accused of a Me Too situation, so he gets ousted. Um, and then it's kind of about how he's dealing with it, how his co-anchor, who is Jennifer Aniston, mm-hmm. which it's so good to see her again. Like she's, uh, I just love her. Um, but she, it's how she's dealing with it. And then there's another character, Reese Witherspoon's character. Um, oh, she's in it. Yeah, oh, I which I love, and. Um, this show is no big little lies, but it's it's that was her HBO always, show, right? Yes. Okay. So I didn't good. actually watch that. No. So good. And this new season, Meryl Streep was in it. And, ah it was oh, so Meryl, good. they got Meryl Streep for, for it? For Big Little Lies, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Um and she's uh she's actually nominated for Golden Globe. Oh, she's okay. really good. Um but um but yeah, the morning show. It's great. Um one of my favorite things is that um Billy is it crud up or crewed up? I'm not sure how to say it. I... Um, regardless, um, he plays a producer on the show. Okay. And I swear to God, it's like he just took a massive rip of cocaine and was just like, let's do it. Like, he just, he has this chaotic energy that is, it's just infectious. And it's, Mm -hmm. every time he's on camera, like, he looks like, he just is like, 
just smiling through the whole thing, even if it's like a dramatic scene. I'm like, what? what? Like, so, so given that like it's more serious on mm-hmm. Steve Carell's storyline, yeah. is it dramatic Steve Carell, or does he manage to kind of be funny somehow? It's given that it's definitely it's it's dramatic, mm-hmm. but he um, they're kind of taking advantage of the fact that he is that. Um, Very that comfortable, likable mm-hmm. type guy, yeah. because it gives it an interesting, um, an interesting vantage point for the show, where they're they're saying, "Oh yeah, he looks like he's this nice, likable guy, mm-hmm. but did he actually do this?" And they they so far have kind of left it up to the viewer to decide. We've heard a couple people's points of views about what occurred, yeah. Um, but then he, there was also a scene where he spoke with um, a character that Martin, Martin Short. Was playing Martin Short's in it. Yeah, he All just right. made a I cameo. Might have to get Apple. Yeah, <laughs> I love Martin Short. He was in one scene. He plays a Hollywood ah. director um, that Steve Carell's character is having a drink with mm-hmm. after he's been ousted, um, and they're talking about this new movement. Um, and Steve Carell says that there's kind of this. Um, there's been two stages of it. Um, I almost knocked my wine over. Um, and Martin Short's character is like, you know, what are you saying? Because Martin Short is sitting there talking about um, these women that he took advantage of and everything. And Steve Carell is like, yeah, well, there's kind of been two movements of the Me Too situation. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's guys like you who actually did stuff. Yeah. And then there's guys like me who didn't. So it's You're kind of like, do, do I laugh at this? Exactly. Is this supposed to be like a teachable moment? Yeah. Or what, what's... And, it, and it's like... Did he actually not do anything? It's it's. it's I guess the hard cool. thing is too. They got two really likable actors, right? Doing it, right? And so it kind of gives you more yeah. of a feeling of of creepiness. Too, yeah, it's like like can like, I can I like him after this? Exactly, still? Yeah. exactly. And then it brings into the whole separation of art from the artist, and mm-hmm. it's 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 really very good. And um, I, I just I love Jennifer Aniston. She I think she's working with a script that is not the best, mm-hmm. um, but. She's Jennifer Aniston, so she's... Yeah, but I mean, has she really been relevant she, lately? She has. I mean, what has she done? Rom-coms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, great. Check her out on Adam Sandler's new movie. Oh, oh no. But, yeah. Oscar-nominated Adam Sandler. <laughs> but um, but I, I do love her in this show. Yeah. They're, they're giving her more... To do. To do, yeah, exactly. Even if some of her... Um, her Does she have range, though? Or she, she, or she sang. She, or she, or she, <laughs> she, I mean, I know that doesn't equate to I range, mean, but, but um, Steve Carell sang on The Office. So yeah, it, yeah, right? sure. Um, yeah, is she or is she playing like the same character she always plays, and it's just like it works for her now. I don't know. It's because she she is showing like these uh, a strong face to like America on the TV yeah. show and everything. Um, but then they do have her in moments of like breaking down because her marriage is also falling apart, and mm-hmm. so um, she is kind of showing us levels. Um, excuse me. Um, but like I was saying, the, the script is kind of hindering her a little bit. But mm-hmm. you know, we'll see where it goes. I think the season's almost over. I, I think um, Apple Plus was just kind of like a, everyone's like, "Why? No one asked for this. Why? Why is it happening?" Yeah, and the other thing about yeah. Apple TV Plus is that they. I feel like they really are considering themselves like this is prestige TV. Like mm-hmm. they they want to be HBO, and it's just it's they they haven't found that formula. I mean, yet. Did, didn't they announce it after Disney Plus? So they kind of stole the whole Plus concept. Yeah, yeah. I think so it just did. it just kind of seems like a, a very obvious rip off of yeah. like oh crap Disney. 
But I mean, that, that's just them double dipping. They own Apple, right? Like, right. And it's it it is so funny. In yeah, they're competing every, with themselves. Yeah, and it's so funny because seeing every scene in Apple TV Plus shows, like they're all on Apple devices and everything. Yeah. I'm just like. I mean, obviously, <laughs> it makes yeah. sense, but it's just what doesn't get reminds you. It's gonna you. fail, and they're gonna toss them onto Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. Um, I oh, um, one of the other ones I didn't write it down. Um, Servant also started. Um, is that the uh, M Night Shyamalan one? It I've is. heard about that. Is it, it good? Is. Um, again, I only watched the first episode, and mm-hmm. I, I know I should give things more of a chance. Yeah. But I just there's so much that I want to watch that I, I was like, uh, uh, yeah. I it was one of those things where I was like, oh, this seems. Like, it's trying to be creepy and weird for the sake of being creepy and weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rather than just letting it... Uh, what am I trying to say? Um, rather than just letting it be what it is. Yeah. Um, it was trying, trying to, to kind it was of... Trying to telegraph. Oh, we're going to we're gonna get it. weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is also something I felt about C. Um, there was this scene where a woman considered the queen. Um, she was praying, but also, like, explicitly masturbating. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> Uh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is where you get your X-rated warning on the episode <laughs> of the show here. Um, it's like, why? Why was that relevant? Necessary, it's relevant. entirely um, necessary. But, uh, but also, but the woman playing the queen is also playing Mrs. Coulter in His Dark Materials on HBO, which we'll talk about later. But it's so Who, good. Who's the actress? Ruth Wilson. Ruth Wilson. Yes. Okay. Um, let me see. What else has she been in? Um. But yeah, she's she's so good in mm-hmm. his dark materials. Um, let's see, she she was in Luther, The Affair. Uh, she's been around TV actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just kind of um, always popping up. Yeah, she yeah. she's great as a villain though. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of that's my take on Apple TV Plus. It, um, I, I I think they they thought they had a good idea, yeah. um, and not, it just in not that it yeah. was your goal, but you did not persuade me on Apple Plus. Yeah, I'll no, be honest um, with you. Yeah, no, I I, I, I got yeah. I I don't yeah. think I'd try to sell yeah anyone on it. I, honestly, the only one that would interest me would be Morning Show, but you're kind of like that seems. I thought it was more of a comedy than like a melodramatic. Yeah, drama I mean, comedy. Is, I mean, it has the comedic. Gal- I mean, you right. have comedy actors in it, right? Naturally, but still, yeah. There's so I much say, other stuff to watch. I was gonna say if if that's the only show, yeah, that would attract you to Apple TV Plus, I'd say pass. Well, that and uh, Save uh, Snoopy goes to space, <laughs> the Peanuts TV show that they just launched. I know about that one. <laughs> That one almost got me to buy it. And there, there's this other show. It's definitely meant for kids, but it's like, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it's. Kids. Oh, is it the weird, creepy, like, claymation looking one? I Maybe I'm thinking of something so. else. Um, it, like, takes place in a library and the kids, like, go on adventures uh, and stuff uh, like that. Definitely meant for kids. Uh, um, but my husband is so excited about that one. Um, but I was like, nah, that's fine. Not super into. Snoopy Ghost Space. Yeah. Apple TV Plus. <laughs> Check it out. See you there. But, uh, but yeah, I would say if, yeah. if Morning Show doesn't draw you that much, save the five bucks a month. And, that's fair. Um, that's that's a bunch of McDonald's right there. Yeah. Not yeah. really. Like two McChickens. <laughs> <laughs> that's my. That's how I how I uh, have to look at money. It's just through food. Content or McChickens. Yeah, exactly. Literally <laughs> it. Let's go on to the, the better plus, though. Agreed. All right. Take, take front on this. Okay. Where, where do you want to start with? I've watched a lot of stuff on it, yeah, so I yeah, me too. Um, pick a starting point. <laughs> okay, so uh, 
Well, it launched November 12th, um, so okay. we've had it for um, almost a month now. Yeah. Um, and it's so funny how large its library was mm-hmm. um, because I was subscribing to both Apple TV Plus and Disney Plus, and Apple TV Plus must have, like, what, maybe 5%, probably less of the You just volume. walk in and it's just four pictures of the TV shows. You're like, which one do you want to watch yeah. right now? And Disney Plus, it's like, oh, my God, can I even dive deep enough yeah. to see everything? Um, hey, you cannot. I found Mr. Boogity on there. <laughs> that That is a very obscure movie that I remember seeing once as a child, and the image of the creepy man in a coat, like, just engraved itself in my mind, and I was watching, like, scrolling through, I'm like, what? Yeah, it was just like a weird nostalgia bomb. Yeah, there's so many like there's every, so much. Yeah, I'll see like the, the decoms come yeah. up, and I, I'm like, oh my god, Phantom of the uh, Megaplex. I was like, that's a great. movie. Oh my god, <laughs> that's a great movie. I was like, but we're here to talk like, about TV shows. That is, it was true. True. <laughs> true. Um, Got us talking about Mr. Boogity back there. I don't know what you guys are trying to do. Um, but one of the things that I found interesting was that I I rarely, if ever, rewatch movies or TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I do it almost religiously. <laughs> um, just because, like I was saying, I, I, there's so much that I want to yeah. see that I haven't seen. I, I top uh, it right I, on top of it. Yep, yeah, it, it's just, yeah, it just keeps coming. Yeah, so it's I, fine. That, that wasn't a huge draw for me. I know for a lot of people yeah. that was like, you know, the shows from the 90s and all that stuff. Like, that was a huge draw for a ton of mm-hmm. people. But. For me, the bigger draw was the new stuff. Okay. Um, and I think they're killing it with mm-hmm. the new stuff so far. Um, but what I I think one of the things I love the most is that they drop stuff weekly. Yes. Um, because it allows everyone to kind of live in that episode for the week. You can talk about it and everything mm-hmm. um, and then move on the next and Friday. The fact that they're all like half hour long. Yes. Fantastic too. Yes. It's, it's not a lot of commitment. Exactly. Yeah. The more I watch it, the more I'm like, you know, I kind of wish more shows did this. It's, yeah. it's not like an hour is a long I wouldn't commitment. be surprised if Netflix started doing Yeah. It yeah. And it's, it's great, you know, like with the Mandalorian, which, um, I am loving, but yeah, um, yeah, like the, like the action and everything. It's, it's great that they, they pack it into 30 minutes and you're done. It's like, I I love that. I love that. Um, But speaking of Mandalorian, do you want to dive into that? Yep. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. Uh, I'll start. Uh, The Mandalorian. What are we? Four episodes in now? Five, five five episodes in. Sorry. Uh, Four good episodes in. Yeah. I was going to say it's four good episodes in and then one that happened. Yep. But you know, I support John Favreau and everything he does, yeah. and more importantly, I support Pedro Pascal and everything that he does. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of biased on that front. But what are your thoughts on it? Um, I'm loving it so yeah. far. It's I, sorry, I just lost my notes. Uh, there we are. Um, I think it really, really makes the leap, like from from the big screen mm-hmm. to small screen that, like, that's what's so weird about it is just having a movie quality 30 minute tv show yeah. that's based on iconic property exactly yeah. and i mean you it stands up i mean almost equally to, mm-hmm. to the movies because it a lot of times even with like agents of shield um the effects are good because they have a pretty good budget yeah. but you can still tell they didn't have the budget that the movies had mm-hmm. but mandalorian you, you can't tell the difference no, it's, it's, it's it's really so good. sleek yeah. and it's uh, i like that they went practical with a lot of stuff too yes. like the spoiler baby alert baby yoda <laughs> um that's all like a allegedly a practical yeah, puppet. It's a puppet yeah um yeah i was reading an article i can't remember where but they they were saying they um 
we're talking about going digital in there. Mm-hmm. It, I remember um, the the guy who plays the client in the first episode and uh-huh. he comes back in the third, uh, Warner Herzog. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Just, I, so I remember seeing him on like a red carpet talking about it. He's like, it's heartbreakingly beautiful. It's like, what are you talking about? It's a puppet. <laughs> he's like, I saw it on set and I almost cried. <laughs> I don't know why he's Irish, but that's what he is now. What, um, what, what's been your favorite episode so far? My favorite thing so far um, has absolutely been the first half of episode two. Um, okay. Because they did such great storytelling without a single word of dialogue i think for the first 12 minutes yeah it was of a that chunk episode of it, yeah yeah and it it reminded me of like uh in the style of samurai jack or mm-hmm. um even a couple episodes of the old um 2d animated clone wars uh, yeah. show uh and it was just it was amazing storytelling and they didn't even have to say a word i mean one of the strongest characters so far is uh nick nolte's character the i don't i don't honestly i feel bad i don't remember his name but it's that i've spoken yeah that guy, that yeah guy, yeah that guy's good yeah i was i was hoping i hope he comes with, back yeah i was hoping he, yeah. was, he was gonna he's go just gonna be on the journey with him yeah uh, and uh taika waititi as uh the suicidal robot in the beginning yeah, that, was taika waititi? that was taika waititi oh my god I didn't yeah. know that. he's uh directing the finale i think as well oh okay yeah, he's, how many more episodes are we getting is it i think it's eight the first season okay. yeah okay. so probably about what three more okay. is that math yeah 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 math um but yeah, that robot. <laughs> yeah. I think so my favorite episode has been probably episode four, mm-hmm. which was actually directed by uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. I remember seeing yeah. that. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. When your dad directs Solo, you, you get to direct an episode of The Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. She's a very talented actress who's fully capable of doing it on her own. I thought she did a phenomenal job. I honestly, off the top of my head, don't know if she's directed before anything, but... Mm-hmm. Um, if that was her first thing that she's directed, then it was absolutely phenomenal. And like I said, it is absolutely my favorite episode so far, just yeah. the storytelling-wise. And oh, my producers are trying to say something. Short films. Please short films. Short films. Okay. I have not, sorry. Uh, so Bryce Dallas Howard has directed short films before, uh, but I haven't seen any of them, I'll be honest. But I thought she knocked it out of the park with this episode. I thought yeah. the cinematography was really well done, mm-hmm. and there was a clear direction to the episode, which... And it was really intimate story, even though it was probably one of their more global, just scale-wise. Mm-hmm. The whole concept of the walker in there and the village. And there was just yes. a, a lot of moving parts that yeah. were stitched together perfectly. One of the most interesting things I found about that episode uh, was um, it's something we don't get a lot of. And I, I guess you could call it lore mm-hmm. um, about the the trooper um, or the ex-trooper, yeah. I guess. Um, because... We, uh, I'm not sure if she was Imperial um, or... I, I, I do not remember. I'll be honest. Yeah. yeah. Um, Gina but... Carano's character, though. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I'm talking about. Um, I, I think that's, that's a cool part that we don't really get to yeah. see of Star Wars a lot, even though I know we have um, Finn in uh, in the newest Star Wars movies. It's not, yeah. not quite the same, I don't think. There's a lot of um, like world building, but not a lot of lore building. Yeah. Because it's kind of like the lore's already established. Exactly. So now they're just producing Baby Yoda memes. Is basically the show's a meme factory. Yeah, which and you know something that's so wild to me is how unprepared they were with merchandise. Yeah, which is it's just wild. They had to have known. I mean, right? it's supply and demand. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna wait and build up a log of people wanting it, and then they're right. gonna sell out instantly, and they can say, "Oh, we sold out of all the Baby Yoda merch." And it's right. like, yeah, because everyone wanted it. Right. Yeah. It um, 
Yeah, what I was thinking is that, you know, there's, I know a lot of times leaks will come from mm-hmm. like toys yeah. that are being prepared and stuff. I know there was a lot of stuff that leaked from uh, Endgame, mm-hmm. from the toy sets, like yeah. Hulk and all that. Um, but I, I was wondering if maybe that was something that Disney was watching out for. Um, maybe. I mean, you know, you're going to get like Funko Pops and right. all that stuff. Does so, I mean, it's just a baby Yoda yet. Uh, it's happening. They're going to have a regular one and like a 10 inch, like big one. Yes. So. Um, yeah, but they'll probably be exclusive somewhere to drive up the price because they know everyone's right. going to want Baby Yoda. Right. So why wouldn't they make a profit? Because they don't have two streaming services out right now. Right, and, three actually. Hulu, you know, yeah, amusement parks worldwide. Yeah, and, no, uh, nothing. Yeah, <laughs> multi-billion-dollar franchises. They're really strapped yeah. for cash. So in terms of tie-in to the bigger universe, yeah. Um, do you think this is going to lend itself at all to? future films um specifically rise of skywalker or i don't know actually i i'm very curious to see i feel like they may subtly tie the shows together Mm -hmm. like i know that they're gonna have a obi-wan kenobi show coming out with you and yeah words you (laughs) and mcgregor returning yes so i'm very excited about that he was the best thing about the prequels absolutely um so the fact that he's coming back so i'm curious if they sort of tie the that and the Mandalorian in together mm-hmm. somehow, or just mm-hmm. kind of give you a weird time frame. But mm-hmm. we'll say, well, actually, it wouldn't because that would be before right timelines. Um, <laughs> yeah, eh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I don't think it's going to have any movie implications, though. Yeah, I think they're going to wait till like the Marvel shows start coming out till they really start. Like, you need this if you want to go see the next thing, right? Because yeah. they, they've already yeah. implied that what WandaVision is going to lead right into everything uh, Loki, yeah. WandaVision, uh, Falcon Winter, so everything's gonna yeah. all the shows are going to be on bounce back, like they, like they used to say, it's all yeah. connected, exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, but speaking of tying in, I, I mm-hmm. guess because we don't know, but the um, that character that we saw at the end of the fifth episode, kneeling by Ming Na Wen's character. I think it's all misdirect. You think? I don't think it's anyone. Okay. Yeah. Because I I saw a... um, Well, I mean, obviously there's rumors flying left and right. Yeah. um, That it could potentially be um, Cad Bane from Clone Wars. Is she the one that has like the... Um, it's the, um, it's a guy. He's okay. blue. He wears like the big cowboy hat. He has the two uh, like respirators. That, okay, uh, I, yeah, I think he's, I've he's seen, I haven't watched hunter. Clone Wars, but I've seen like the the clips. And... Yeah, and he he's a bounty hunter. So yeah. I was like, that would make sense, and it that'd would be cool. So cool to see a live. Yeah, I would make. Version. And I know that episode was directed by the showrunner of Clone Wars, so maybe he's like just kind of sneaking it in there. Oh, yeah. That would be incredible. Yeah. I, mean, uh, I guess we'll see this week what what happens, yeah. what comes from it. We're getting toward the end of that one. Yes, yeah. Um, man, Disney Plus, they, the fact that they drop everything on Fridays yeah. makes my weekends hell. <laughs> you just got to binge through it. <laughs> um, and especially, like, D- December is just an insane month for me. So, like, I'm yeah. behind on all of those shows right now. Except for Mandalorian. I made time to watch that. <laughs> Naturally. I mean, that's um, the most important one. Of course. Well, actually, False. Most important show on Disney Plus is Forky asks a question. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Have I, you watched those? Yes, and I'm obsessed. They're with fantastic, it. aren't they? Are. they? Yeah. It's, I mean, the last episode we got Carol Burnett and Betty White and Mel Brooks and, Be- yes. and Carl Reiner. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was like, what? it's fantastic. <laughs> Which they were all in Toy Story Four, right? So they were very briefly. They roles. were setting up this. This was their grand entrance. <laughs> yes. Do you, um, 
Yeah. I, I've liked it so far. So have I. Oh, and they're three minutes. They're quick. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that is where its strength lies. Because mm-hmm. I, I loved Forky in Toy Story 4. But I think his... Shtick. His real... Yeah, his shtick yeah. and his, his comedic power comes from short doses of him. So I think if they would have done any longer form thing with him, yeah. it would have become very grating very quickly. Do you, do you think they're going to get... Because they've had... A character pretty much in each episode. Mm-hmm. Like they had Wallace Shawn as Rex in it. Had former James Bond actor Timothy Dalton, mm-hmm. not as Mr. Prickle Pants, which is very upsetting to me. Uh, but it's fine. I'm not upset about anything. Uh, but do you think they're going to get like Tim Allen back as Buzz? Do you think they're going to get Tom Hanks as Woody? I wouldn't be surprised. I, um, I think that might be the finale. Is they'll get him? Yeah. Yeah, I, I would not be surprised because I think Disney definitely has that pull to just be yeah. call someone up and come do it. Just yeah. record on your phone and send it over. Yeah, to us and it, it via seems text like message. Yeah, it seems like they kind of have people on tap. Yeah. I mean, like. Um, for example, like Mignal Wen, like I was saying, like yeah. she's been working They're for Disney forever. Yeah. And I mean, and she did Mulan. So it's like she, it's, you know. Uh, oh, Taika Waititi, you want Thor 4? Come direct at the finale of Mandalorian. Yeah, exactly. They're just, they're just puppeteering here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what else Disney Plus have? Um, oh my God, there's so much. Uh, my favorite thing on Disney uh-huh. Plus, I love the Mandalorian. Yeah. But my favorite thing that I've watched so far is the Imagineering story. I haven't watched that. Um it is so good. Yeah. It's um too busy watching Forky yeah. ask a question over and over. Um but it's 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 great and yeah. it's um it's documentary style. Um and I believe Angela Bassett does the narration, which is really cool. Okay. Um but it's just the story of the creation of the parks. Mm-hmm. Um so of course Disneyland out in California and then Disney World. Yeah. Um and then they started talking about um Tokyo and China and Paris mm-hmm. and um, it's just it's phenomenal and they um, they what's the word um, restored a ton yeah. of footage oh, that's cool. um, from when they were creating the original park and it's just it's so cool to see all that stuff and like um, in one of the episodes they took you inside the Matterhorn over in California mm-hmm. um, and there, there's just so much behind the scenes stuff it's that's really cool. really cool it's, it's inspiring yeah it's yeah. it's inspiring to see the creativity that these people have and kind of it's um, one of the biggest things in the world <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and it's there's one guy that worked on Haunted Mansion. It's a small world. Like, like yeah. all of those iconic rides and just the the creative genius. Well, it's like how like the have. Sherman Brothers wrote... Uh, <clears throat> the Sherman Brothers wrote a lot of the original music. And right, like, it's right. It's just one group. Including my favorite, Mary Poppins. Yeah, you like Mary Poppins? Oh, I love Mary yeah. Poppins. Yes, I have a Mary Poppins tattoo, actually. Oh, really? Yes, and that's how my husband and I met, actually, doing that show. Um but yeah, it's yeah. it's it's crazy. They're, these people are creative geniuses, and it's really cool to get to see them at work mm-hmm. um, and and creating these parks. That um, I mean, being in Orlando, we've known yeah. just as part of our co- part of our it's right culture. Around the corner, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, so it's kind of cool to see how that was created. One of the other shows on Disney Plus that I'm loving is the world according to jeff goldblum well jeff goldblum is just a perfect human being he is he is a perfect gentleman but he's also the most bizarre person. i love i love the show it, it's i i don't have an interest in anything that's going on other than just watching it right yeah. right yeah i feel the same um because i usually i'm not interested in the type of show that it is where it's like they kind of pick one thing yeah. one topic and See, explain I like that format. really yeah. So do you like like uh, like Adam ruins everything that type of thing? Have I you seen did. That? It yeah. got like really political there in the end. It yeah, kind of turned me off of it. Yeah, but, like uh, Chef's Table, I like where it's okay. kind of, like one episode is focused on something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
that's usually not my go-to, but like I'm just he's he's such a magnetic person yeah. um, that it's just it's fascinating to get to watch him explore these different things. It's, he has such a uh, kind of a wonder at exploring the world that you can't help but be. My, my yeah. favorite thing is when he meets someone new when he does the whole like, oh, let me drink you in for a minute, and he like sits yeah. back and takes his glass. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Look at you! You're an interesting specimen. Yeah, I love when he's uh, when he'll be talking and just kind of rambling and. And it'll just like break into like a little verse of a song real quick and then come back. And like, yeah. it's just, my, my favorite thing so far is, did you see the episode about ice cream? Yes. When there's like yes. five minutes of him just in an empty parking lot eating an ice cream sandwich. And he's just like, I, I'm thinking springtime. <laughs> springtime, yes, yes. I'm a, I'm a child and... Oh, it's fantastic. He's such a, like a... Yeah. He's, I feel like he's the stereotype of what you would imagine, like, an actor to be. Yeah, like, he's, like... But, but like, the thing is, like, how much of this is an act? Right. Like, I think he's actually like that. Yeah, I think it's just him. But it's, like, can you imagine being his wife and just, like... Right. Home with him? Which is funny, because, like, cause his wife was featured oh, briefly the in the show, last episode, yeah. and I was, like, that he really is just... That's just, just his family. He's just time, like just that. On. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the things uh, in the tattoo episode, um, when that man let him do part of his tattoo, I was like, ah. he's just like "We're bonded now." Yeah, I was like, "I'm I, I a part. I'm a part of you." Yeah, yeah it's like, which also that tattoo was fantastic. The shirtless Jeff Goldblum with yeah. the raptor, velociraptor head. Yeah, excellent Fantastic. quality quality tattoo. I love, I love his rating system too. Like, oh, do you give that ten out of ten, Goldblum? <laughs> Yes. Like oh hey now yes and like when the when the guy quoted him I think at the uh, was it at the denim factory uh, or no 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 it was at the where they grow the crickets for the barbecue yeah. episode he's like did you just quote me in Jurassic Park and the guy did it so deadpan too yeah like he's just like well this is a laboratory he's like yeah uh-huh. <laughs> my favorite is like when he can't read someone or like they're too over the top even for him and he's like. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what to think of you. Yeah, he's just... He, yeah. It, it's... Like I said, it's not the type of show that I usually like to watch, but he, he is just... I mean, he's just a gravitating host. He just sells it so he well. He has the gravitas yeah. of it. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Hopefully I used that word correctly. I think you did. That sounds about right. Yeah. Someone will correct us if you're not. They're not going to know. <laughs> um, and then uh, there is, of course, High School Musical, The Musical... The series, the greatest title in existence. It is. I I went to Disney trivia and uh, the uh, there was a team called High School Musical, the musical, the trivia team, <laughs> and I I was like they should win right My now. My favorite is, um, you know, I, I do like advertising stuff, so mm-hmm. I love the ads for D- the Disney Plus shows. But they had one that ran on Twitter for High School Musical, the musical, the series, where they did like hashtag HM. They did like the first <laughs> like one. The I'm, I'm not going to try to picture it visually in my head here, but it's like, great. Now that we're we've established that, that's what it is from now on. <laughs> we're not writing out High School Musical, the musical, the series on every tweet and promotion. And oh it was, my just, God. It was very well done. I thought that was a good ad for it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I love the the whole concept of the show because I remember I, I heard about it. And my immediate re- reaction was, that's the most convoluted concept for a show that I cannot wait to watch. And it worked. It yeah. does. It does. It's it's so it, fantastic. And, and I mean, I, I'm i watching it thinking, this is Glee with a Disney IP and done well. Out of all the shows <laughs> that they've launched, 
that's the one that knows exactly what it is. Yes. And it leans yes. into it so well. Like, they know, so like, well. what they're doing is really weird. Yes. And they're yes. just, like, going all in on it. Honestly, the best character is the teacher. Oh, my God. She's yes. Miss Jam. Yeah. Yes. And, um,. She, I, I believe the whole thing about her being in High School Musical, the movie, mm-hmm. I, I think that's true. Now, don't quote me on that, but I think yeah. she actually was a dancer really? in um, in the movie, um, like the actress who plays the teacher. But see, like, my only thing with that show is I really, I don't like any of the main characters, except for the teacher. Yeah. All the side characters are fantastic, but, like, if you want to count, when I say main characters, aside from the teacher, I'm talking about, like, the main four kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the girl who wants to be Gabriella. Mm-hmm. The like stereotypical jock kid, mm-hmm. and then uh, the main chick and the main dude. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like out of those, the the main dude who's playing Troy, I think he's the best character. And yeah. like, I think he has the most interesting story so far story with his arc, home life. Yeah, that yeah. Was, and that was a great episode. They handled yeah. that well. And it's just like I don't really care about the other characters yet. Yeah, it's like I, but they're not positioning it like he's the main character. Right. Which is. I think where they're, the issue is they're trying to make it an ensemble, but exactly. it's not driving as an ensemble. Right, right. And um, I, I've really liked the musical features that they've had so far, except for in the past episode, um, the most recent one. Um, Saint in the alleyway. Yeah, it, it, into the prom. it to me that was like okay, this is Disney Channel. This yeah, is not what it. It didn't feel like the rest of the show, you know? See, I didn't even really like any of the other... The only really number that stuck out mm-hmm. was the one where um, the girl playing Gabrielle... I'm really bad with character names. Was uh, it Nini? Nini. Yeah. Yes, Nini is playing piano. Okay. And she has that piano song. Uh-huh. That was fantastic. Yes. The other ones... Not, no... If you asked me to name, like, what the musical numbers were in each, I probably could not do it. Yeah. I, I loved um, the... I can't remember the character's name, but EJ's cousin, the the girl, um, mm-hmm. uh, she, the song the that redheaded one, yes, yeah. um, who sang the song that they supposedly wrote for Miss Darbus in yeah. in the show, um, which, by the way, you cannot add or subtract anything from an established stage musical when you perform it. That is a trope on TV and in movies that drives me nuts. Yeah. You cannot change intellectual property. I don't really know anything about oh. musical theater, I'll be honest. Drives like, me nuts. My, yeah. my musical theater knowledge comes from High School Musical 1, High School Musical 2, High School Musical 3, and High School Musical the Musical the Series. <laughs> Ooh, was there High School Musical 4? No. Was it? No? No. Okay, I got it right then. Yes, nice. yes. Yeah, um, Yeah. I love those movies. That was part of what sparked my interest in yeah. getting into theater, um, even though all three of those movies have the same plot. Oh. Um. <laughs> but right, before we move on, though, do you, do you think that they get because in the show, mm-hmm. High School Musical is a movie in that world, uh-huh. which means that like the actors would be Zac Efron, Ashley Tisdale, Vanessa Hudgens, the other people in the movies. Do you think they get any of them to cameo at any point? Well, I know for a fact that the guy who played Ryan. Um, is going to be cameoing. Is that the one uh, that played Sharpay's brother? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, Lucas. Or not brother. Uh, is it a brother? Yeah, brother. Yeah. Uh, Lucas. I don't know how to say his last name. It's uh, it's spelled G R A B E E L. I think. I don't know if it's Grabiel or Grabiel. Sharpay's brother. Yeah. Um, the one who was gay, but they would never say it. Um, <laughs> Fair. But yeah. um, but speaking of which, that's something that I love. The last about, episode. Yes, about yeah. High School Musical, the musical, the series, because they were so afraid to just say it about Ryan in the movies, but 
in the most recent episode, they they had that romance between those two boys, and it yeah. just Grabel, Grabel, Grabel. Thank you, Lucas Grabel. Um, but I am so so happy that they're having that representation there because that's been something Disney has. They've always almost made it, mm-hmm. almost made it. Like on uh, Good Luck Charlie, they had yeah. um, a character that had two moms, and uh, and then on um, Andy Mack, which was another. Um, that was the one with the coach uh, from Shazam, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, they they had a character, um, I think it was a, him, a actually, gay character yeah. on the show, yeah. And uh, but this is the most kind of I, explicit's not the right word because yeah. it wasn't explicit, but um, should have been. <laughs> I'll say it. High School Musical, the musical, the series, rated R. High School Musical, the musical, the gay porn. <laughs> that we get an accurate title <laughs> <laughs> the movie everyone wants <laughs> um, um, but I'm just I'm really really happy to see that representation do in... you think that they may I don't want to use retcon because that's not the right word but do you think that the actor mm-hmm. who played the character of Ryan mm-hmm. will make a comment that basically like is solidifying the fact that the character was gay. Like when they, because in the show they're uh-huh. portraying in the sh- uh, High School Musical, the musical, the series, the show that they're doing, they made Sharpay and Ryan, uh, right? Didn't they gender uh, gender swap Sharpay? Yes. Yes. So it's yeah. So do you think he's gonna ref- make like a ah finally they can say it or something? Yeah, like that. I you know I comment where it's like kind of looking back now you're like. Okay, he was playing the character. Yeah, okay. I would, I would love for that to happen, and you know, and it definitely seems like they're leaning more towards, I guess, allowing that is the right word, you know, mm-hmm. being featuring that that yeah. sort of thing. Um, so I, I wouldn't be surprised. I think, I think that is, and it seems like the type of show that would do something like that like because they're so meta about comment. stuff. Yeah. yeah, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised, and I, yeah, it would please me to no end if they did, like. I, I, they were they're yeah. dancing at the prom and I'm like sitting there sobbing. Yeah, uh, honestly, I think the best joke though out of the whole show so far was in the first episode, and it's probably the most cringy joke in it. But when the drama teacher is doing the speech at the rally, and she's like, so. "As a triggered millennial," <laughs> and it does like the camera pan to the kid doing like. <laughs> I thought that was the funniest thing. And like I know, like jokes like that are usually very cringy. Yeah, but they but played off like they knew it was cringy, and they did it anyway. Yes, and it's, yes. It's the respect that they actually did it. Yeah, and I think, like you said before, the fact that it just knows exactly what it is and it is so settled in itself really just sells it. Yeah, and it, it makes it incredible. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so I think now that we've covered those two big streaming services, um. Why don't we do like a quick rundown of uh, other stuff we've been watching real okay. quick? Yeah. Um, so. A little overview. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So, what else have uh, you been watching this month? Oh man, hold on. Let me get my list out. Because <laughs> it's it's gonna get sad, folks. <laughs> it is going to get sad. And I remember I looked back at uh, the hours that I spent watching TV, um, and that uh, those are some statistics that I didn't need to see. I'll go through some of the quick ones that I don't think really need a big in-depth overview of mm-hmm. um, I'll just do like a quick go through the ones that don't really need a lot of in-depth conversation and sure. we'll go into those after uh, 
New season of Family Guy, Bob's Burgers, South Park, Saturday Night Live, keeping up with. Uh, oh, yeah. Arrested Development had their season recently that was kind of disappointing. Uh, the Ranch on Netflix with Ashton Kutcher, that's one of those shows I started and just got, like, I'm committed at this point. My husband loves that show. Yeah, it, it's it's fine. It's fine. Uh, Seth MacFarlane's Star Trek ripoff, The Orville, which is actually really good in its second season, which oh. really shocked me. Uh, Schitt's Creek is great as always. Um, Future Man on Hulu. That uh, was a really good one. With, That's uh, Josh Hutcherson, right? Josh Hutcherson. Okay. Yep, that one's a good one. It's produced by Seth Rogen, who's a really good producer. Uh, Big Mouth. Uh, the Yeah, I mean, John Mulaney, you got to support him. Mm-hmm. Uh, F is for Family. Uh, Bill Burr is one of my favorite stand-up comedians. Okay. So uh, he has an animated show on Netflix. I've heard that, of it. I've never, I've it, never seen it. It's, it's very so good. It is very funny. Uh, AP Bio, which got canceled, and I think actually Hulu picked it up for a new season. Oh, okay. So that'll be coming out soon. Um, the, oh, um, the Goldbergs, going back to that. Uh, I'm watching... Modern Family, they're in their last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, only have a few episodes left on that. I think it's about time. I think that show's reached it. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's still good, but yeah. it's like, it's it's time. Yeah, that's one of those shows that I, I haven't kept up with consistently, but um, everything I've watched like through the years, yeah. it's it's been consistently funny. It, it's very consistent. Yeah. Although, you know, I have to say the Goldbergs, it it's different stylistically. Mm-hmm. And I would say, like, probably pound for pound, Modern Family is funnier. But I audibly laugh at least once in the Goldbergs okay. each episode. Is that the... It's set in the 70s? Yeah. Okay. 80s. 80s. Yeah. 80s. Okay. But it's like, like, Modern Family, I watch them, like, all right, that's funny. Like, yeah. That's funny. But then, like, Goldbergs has at least one moment where I audibly... So it's, yeah. like, kind of hard to judge off of off of that. Mm-hmm. Um, Atypical on Netflix. I've not watched that, but I've that's heard... That's good. Uh, I mean, mentioned it, it to me today. I, I don't like Jennifer Jason Lee. Mm-hmm. But you get past that. <laughs> I really, I, I don't like her as an actress, but like the show itself is good. Mm-hmm. Um, How many seasons in is that? I think they just had their third. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Kaminsky Method with Michael Douglas and Alan Arkin is absolutely hysterical. And okay. I recommend that to everyone to watch. Um, I need to put that on my watch list. That is, it's it's they're in they just had their second season. Oh, I yeah. can catch that. Um. And younger is is, is that with like Sutton Foster? Yes. And, okay. It's it's a guilty pleasure. Show. That is so funny to me. <laughs> so the story with that is, I was over at my friend's house, and his girlfriend started watching it, uh-huh. and then we all just got hooked watching it. It it's Is that what happens. <laughs> it's written like like a soap opera uh-huh. where you're just like I I have to watch like. I, What's happening? Like, I need to, I need to get answers here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Sutton, is she a theater person? Sutton she person? is. Yeah. She's a big Broadway yeah. um, person. She's actually going to be uh, in the Music Man on Broadway next year. She's going to be Marion the Librarian. Um, I think next year she'll be starring alongside Hugh Jackman um, uh, in the Music Man. So should be interesting. It's actually kicking Beetlejuice out of the theater that it's in. Is it really right now? Which I'm. I'm upset about. It. Hopefully, I can get up there to see that before. Beetlejuice, I've heard good things about. Yes, me too. I actually have a friend who's in it. Um, oh, really? And uh, is he Beetlejuice? Yeah, he's not. Uh, uh, he's in the ensemble, but okay. Um, yeah, it's uh, 
kind of sidetrack, but yeah, yeah, but no, yeah, yes, yeah. she is a Broadway She's, person. Yeah. She was in uh, Anything Goes, Shrek, Little Women. She was in Shrek. She was. She was Fiona. She was. She was. <laughs> I, I watched honestly. I watched ten minutes of that on Netflix. And I'm like, I can't do this. And it's then I it it's off. so funny. I love that musical. It's yeah. so ridiculous. But it's it's one of those ones that it's so self-referential, and um, it also like just kind of lays into uh like other musicals yeah it's it's great they they have a big lame is reference and it's so it's, it's, it's a very hilarious. self-aware thing oh yeah All oh right. yeah i may have to give it another shot yeah um, and the music is good too janine tesori is a great composer living with yourself paul rudd i have not watched that no. I, I heard that it was like mm. i i thoroughly enjoyed it oh okay i was yeah okay um bojack horseman never watched a single episode that movie gets that not movie sorry that tv show gets you in like a dark place uh-huh just like oof, this is rough to watch but it's so good i will like it, okay yeah it just handles really deep topics very okay. well i will say i know there's an episode or a scene where there's uh, a character who has a balloon that says instead of like it's a boy or it's a girl it says it's a tumor and when my husband was diagnosed with cancer, he's okay now. Um, Please, ref- yes. Yeah, he's fine, fine now. He's fine. Um, but one of our friends brought a balloon that said it's a boy, and he had crossed out that and wrote tumor <laughs> on it. And the nurse came and she was like, I mean, you know, sometimes you need to, like, just dismiss with humor. Yeah, yeah. But that, that's about my extent of Bojack Horseman knowledge. Like, no, no, please. That's pretty good. That'll, please. Get, that'll get a chuckle at anyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, they had a TV show, What We Do in the Shadows, based off the Taika Waititi movie. That's hysterical. I, I need to watch it. I highly recommend that. Yeah. I've actually rewatched a few episodes. That's how much I enjoy it. Yeah. But also, I love that movie. Um, and... Uh, that's really for like the big stuff mm-hmm. before we get or the little stuff until we get into like more deep conversations on stuff we've mutually watched. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and um, it's not really new, but I have discovered Letterkenny on Hulu. I'm about two seasons into it, and it's it's fantastic. I'm I'm a big fan of it. <laughs> what does he say at the end of that cold open from the very first episode? He's like. But sure as God's it's a, it's a hard sand. life picking stones and pulling <laughs> teeth. But, but sure as God's got, got sandals, it beats fighting dudes with treasure trails. <laughs> it's fantastic. Distributing yeah. some free literature. <laughs> Mix a batch. <laughs> I'd um, say eight to ten. You're a fucking animal. <laughs> you heard me. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's such a good oh show. Oh my god. Um, yeah, it's really it until we get into like the, the big stuff that okay. was the talking points of the year. Yeah, cool, cool. What about um, you? So I, um, with some of the shows that are still ongoing, they're reaching the end of their seasons, but yeah. um, Castle Rock on Hulu is one. one. Um, it is the Stephen King show, basically. Okay, That's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it takes place in his universe. Um, and I am loving this new season. It kind of, it's bringing in factors from last season but it's also bringing in stuff um like from salem's lot mm-hmm. um so with the marston house and stuff like that it's it's the season's going a little sideways um and it's kind of losing the whole annie wilkes like misery plot a little bit um okay. but uh what's her name uh, mm-hmm. uh lizzie kaplan which i think the last thing i saw her in was mean girls um but uh she played janice in mean girls um, okay. Oh, she was in um, the interview with Seth Rogen and James. Oh, Rogen. she was. was. The, the agent. 
Yes, she was. Um, but she's playing Annie Wilkes, who um, most people know the character um, as having been played by Kathy Bates. She's the one that and, breaks the person. Spoiler yeah, alert, yeah, legs. yeah. Um, spoiler alert! It's been out for years. Yeah, yeah. You've had time. Catch um, up. You know it. Bruce Willis is dead the whole time. <laughs> but her her whole thing is you know like I'm your number one fan. That that yeah. character. Um, I can see her taking a she's take on it. so good. Yeah, she she does a really nice job of bringing her own stuff to it, but also incorporating some of well, Kathy Bates' they'll, characterization they'll look differently entirely. Like her and Kathy Bates don't really look alike, right. but and I can see her getting to that place. Yeah, and it's it's interesting to try to figure out like where this falls in the Annie story, like because the the show takes place in 2019, <laughs> but it's it, in the Misery timeline. It's like, are is this supposed to happen after Misery or before? Um, I believe she. Annie is killed in Misery, the movie. I, I don't remember. But I'm not sure if in the book she does, because a lot of the stuff in the show is based more off of his books than the movies. So is it kind of like, um, did you ever watch the show Once Upon a Time? Yes. So is it kind of like that, where it's just like a Stephen King universe in a town? Not so much. It's more so a, an original story that has references. Okay. Um, some of them are a little on the nose. Like there was a character in season one named Jackie Torrance. Okay. Which I was like, guys, I yeah, <laughs> yeah um, but uh, like for example, it takes so it takes place in Castle Rock, which is one of the towns that a lot of Stephen King's books and stories take place in. But like for example, they have a character offhand mentioning you know an incident with the dog a few years ago, referring to Cujo. Yeah. Um, so it's it's stuff like that that the just clown makes it... in the sewers. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, they did. They have had references to dairy in the season, so yeah. I'm like, hopefully, come on, it. Life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but. Right, right. So, and and they actually in season one they had um, a group of people traveling in an RV that was, I believe, a reference to the True Knot that we saw in Doctor Sleep. Um, that uh, I, yeah, I didn't know about. People. Yeah, that yeah. they feed on kids with The Shining, yeah. um, which I didn't know about them until. I call it The Shining. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, it's really good. But uh, I, I'm hoping it. Oh, and actually. The, I'll I'll wrap up Castle Rock here, yeah. um, but the uh, they have the guy who plays the lead in um, uh, the Shawshank Redemption. Uh, what is his name? I'm forgetting his name. Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins. Tim, Tim Robbins. Yes, uh, Tim Robbins. He um, <laughs> he is obviously much older now, yeah. and so he's playing Pop Merrill, who is a character from some of Stephen King's other books. Oh, that's cool. Um, and it's just it's really cool to see yeah. him in a different Stephen King role. Um, but yeah, so anyway, um, I'm also watching Watchmen on HBO, which if you are not watching it, you should be. Who watches The Watchmen? Yeah, me. It's so good. <laughs> um, so but, that's a weird, uh, that's a deep cut to Batman v Superman. <laughs> it was just, well, because Zack Snyder directed the original Watchmen, right, so right. during a scene there's like a Latin thing written on a wall. Mm -hmm. It basically just says, who watches The Watchmen? Does it really? Yeah. And I actually haven't seen the original Watchmen nor the show. Okay. So like that's just my always my go to with that. It's <laughs> like who watches the Watchmen? And I know it has no correlation with anything in the show. It's no lore of any sort. Uh -huh. But yeah. But go on, sorry. No, 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 yeah. It's uh it's so good. So the the concept of it is that it's the show takes place predominantly in two thousand nineteen. Okay. Um and it's mostly in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And it's a timeline, All however. The superhero movies are right, it's yeah. it's kind of like Okay, um, but it uh, it takes place in a timeline where the events of um, the original Watchmen story 
happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really interesting. And there's just some things that are like off that you don't really notice at yeah. first. But like I didn't even notice until someone pointed out there's no internet and there's no cell phones in this universe. Okay. Um, and it, it's it's just it's really cool. And they, they bring in um, bits from Watchmen like Ozymandias is in there, um, which Jeremy Irons is just Jeremy Irons is in it. Yes. Oh, I love and Jeremy he plays Irons. an older um, uh, Adrian Veidt, who is Ozymandias. Was he in the movie? Is it, it's yes. Directed, it's correlated with the movie. Yes, yes. And spoiler alert, if you have not seen Watchmen, um, uh, Ozymandias is the villain. Okay. Um, so he he is... It's, it's He's so good. He's I, so good. I, I, I don't want to get into spoilers because I know it was the most recent episode, but I saw what was revealed in the most recent episode. Yes. And yes. I guess speaking for the people who have watched it that are listening, what are your thoughts on that as vague as possible? Um, was that well-deserved? Yeah, I'm glad that... How do I say this? Because I saw a photo of it, and I'm like, that doesn't look good. It. I don't like how this most recent episode ended. Okay. I'm glad that they have that character, because it was one of those things where it's like, he, he, they, he they has have to be there. To, he has yeah. to be um, Did they like when you look back on it? Does it add up, or is it just like it, it come does? Out of field? And the way they kind of explored his his journey through the events of the show as uh-huh. we know them so far was really pretty fascinating. Okay. Um, and uh, oh my gosh, what is her name? Um, Regina King has Regina yes, she plays um, the lead uh, in the show. Oh, Regina King's the lead in it. Yes, yeah, she's she's great. She plays um, uh, another masked vigilante called Sister Knight. Um, but she has, I think, one of my favorite lines in the entire show um, in this episode. And I can't really say what it is because it'll yeah. give away. Um, but uh, holy shit, it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's kind of like almost like a comedic reveal. Oh my sorts. God, yes. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's just the... The show is so well constructed, do, and it's, do you need to watch the movie before watching the show? I think it would be helpful because that was my hesitation with starting. It. Yeah, I don't think it's totally necessary um, because the things that you need to know are explained, albeit not in very much detail. But um, they're you know the kind of what you need to know is given to you. Um, but it, it's definitely having watched the movie and read. The, the original graphic novel it it informs the viewer a lot um, and one of the other cool things that HBO is doing is um, in the graphic novel at the end of each uh, issue mm-hmm. uh, they um, they would have like excerpts from a book that one of the characters had written things like things that just kind of like added to the story to it. yeah and they are doing an online thing called the PDpedia um, which they publish like articles or documents from like in universe yeah. that just kind of give you more detail from yeah. that episode. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, but, but yeah, they're, they're doing a absolutely incredible job. The, I think fifth episode um, is one of the best episodes of television I've ever that seen. Was in my life. Uh, no, it oh. was, um, uh, what is the name of the episode? It went, it was a flashback episode, essentially, um, okay. where one of the characters has taken a drug called nostalgia um, that people can store their memories like in pill form, and they take someone else's, mm-hmm. um, which you're not supposed to do. And the transitions and 
just everything about it's it. It's just it's phenomenal. It is so phenomenal. I'll check it out. I definitely yeah. want to watch the movie first though. Yeah, I I would. I would if if you can, I would suggest doing so before you dive into the uh, mm-hmm. the show. Um, but uh, another one that I that recently wrapped up was American Horror Story, the most recent season. That was an eighties um, like kind of slasher. It was. Right? Gotta say, AHS is. Uh, I haven't watched any of it. It's 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 losing me. Not gonna lie, it's one of those things where it's. It's like Glee, where I, I really liked it. In the, I mean, ironically, it's also Ryan Murphy. Um, but I, I loved it in the beginning. Um, but it's just... It, season one, season two were both actually pretty legitimately scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was part of what I loved about them. Season three got a little campy. Um, and granted, season three is my favorite coven. I love, love, love that. Um, but it was also still pretty scary. But they started leaning into camp and gore. And now the show is just camp, sex, and gore. That's all it is. And I, while there's an audience for everything, yeah. I just, I, I miss when it was used to be, it used to have genuine horror elements and I, I miss that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I continue to watch it because even though that is true, it still continues to reinvent itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it is different every season. Um, one of my favorites was Roanoke, which I think was season six. Um, yeah. And the whole thing was shot like documentary style, but then mid-season there's a twist. I won't give it away, but it's so cool. It's so, so cool. Um, but this past season was, um, eh. it was all right. Um, yeah, I, I made the note. Um, it's all camp, sex, gore, and whatever white twink Ryan Murphy ensnared that year. That's what uh, American Horror Story has become. One of the characters does look like George Michael, though. That's a fantastic yeah, yeah. It's all sex, drugs, and rock and roll, kids. <laughs> Stay in school. <laughs> um, and yeah, and I'll I'll maintain my uh, my thesis that Ryan Murphy is the worst closer working in television. He uh, it always in the starts hard hitting questions today. It just it 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 always starts out strong and then just goes off the rails midway through. Just can't finish it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. So, um, but yeah, enough said about that. Um, you're, sorry, I'm trying to speed through these. Um, Will and Grace. If I have to watch Deborah Messing uh, fight back a smile while delivering a joke that's not even funny, I will combust. Um, so I've stopped watching it. Um, yeah, I like Sean Hayes, though. I haven't watched so do Grace, I. but I know Sean Hayes. Yeah, and he's he's funny, but I don't Eric know. McCormick's I just, good, too. I had a, I yeah. did a show a while back called Perception that was mm-hmm. really good. And um, Nick Offerman's wife. <laughs> Sponsored content. Yes. Uh, and I do love Malalia, Yeah, right? and she, I do love yeah. her. Unfortunately, I just her character um is it's just come become kind of one note, like with the voice, and then her, yeah. the joke is that it's like she's like the nanny it's Fran Drescher. Yeah, and the voice. Yeah, and the joke is just she's a rich conservative woman who insults the way Grace looks. Yeah. It's just I don't know. I, I've never been a fan of sitcoms <laughs> either. Yeah, I've never been a, a huge fan of sitcoms either, so I, I just kinda <laughs> um, but uh, I am a fan of RuPaul's Drag Race and um, we are God including all star seasons I think we're 14 seasons in in the US edition um, they well, I'll be honest I have never watched an episode of RuPaul's Drag Race it's so good you probably could have guessed that um, <laughs> you probably could have guessed that I have <laughs> uh, but but 
what I will say real quick is that Call Me Mother by RuPaul is yes. one of the greatest songs ever written. Giggity, giggity. Yep. Ha, exactly. <laughs> um, that's, that's a fantastic, that's a banger. Yes, uh, yes. Let's continue. Um, so they just started a UK version of the show um, this this year. Uh, and it is my favorite season of Drag Race that I've seen, I think, since season six. Um, it's just... The U.S. version has become very overproduced, so you okay. can you can feel um, the pressure on the girls to fight and create conflict, and it's you can. It's not about the show anymore. Yeah, and it's pe- all about the drama. People are winning things undeservedly, and it's it's just it's all politics. Exactly, now. exactly. And I want to watch my drag competition without exactly political intrigue and violence. Exactly, exactly. So I. I really love the UK version because not not only are the queens a little bit messier, <laughs> um, which makes it more fun, but it's it's just it, it was more real. Okay. And uh, they actually took it seriously. Yeah, it like yeah, and and the you you couldn't feel the producer so much in the show, mm-hmm. um, but also it's a different brand of drag too. It's uh, it's. I, I wouldn't say like one is better than the other, like US drag versus UK drag, but it's just it's a completely different style mm-hmm. and so it was kind of cool to get to see that get a mainstream platform just like u.s drag has gotten yeah um especially with the transition from logo to vh1 um it's now a little more mainstream uh but yeah it's it, it's just it was phenomenal what and, is logo i'm not familiar with that um channel? yeah it was um well is um uh, essentially the the gay network yeah okay, um, that that confuses me because uh, like i've seen logo on it uh-huh. but everything that I've watched on that channel uh-huh. has nothing to do with that like <laughs> what I, if you watched I, on I, logo? I am I am 99% certain I have watched Batman and Robin on logo like I said do with that the gay info, channel will, but, <laughs> yeah but it's usually it's like, like it's like drag race golden girls and, and Batman and Robin <laughs> exactly but now VH1 um, bought the the drag race okay. um franchise so now it all airs on vh1 um which is super exciting because it's it's going mainstream but we'll talk about that it's on my top 10 list of, okay. of the decade um uh, tune in january yeah uh, excuse me uh so hbo also is airing an adaptation of his dark materials the book series by mm-hmm. philip pullman um and it is by far superior to the adaptation from years ago with nicole kidman uh that is true and it wasn't her fault the movie just wasn't good same thing with batman forever (laughs) when i can find the moment to talk about batman forever i will of course great in it um yeah it's it's just i think the the story and the plot um lends itself a little bit more to a serialized storytelling format than shoving it all into two-hour movie yeah um so it's it's really exciting and I, I can't wait to see where it goes and of course it looks great because HBO has the budget to really um, are you familiar with like the premise behind it um yeah it's like time travel or something no nope, so not, it's... no I am not <laughs> kids this, this be a lesson to never lie <laughs> and try to act like you know something because <laughs> now you just get embarrassed continue so it takes place in a uh, in a world where um, people's souls essentially live outside of their bodies um, in the form of an animal, um, and they're, they're called demons. Like the lobster. Well, don't they turn into the animals in the lobster? 
Oh, yeah, that's right. Kids, <laughs> don't try to engage in intellectual conversation about spirituality and animals. I do love that movie, though. Brother Bear, is that a better... No? I think he, turned, he turns into the bear in that one, too, doesn't he? Yeah, but it's a spirit animal. Yeah. Right, I'm going to stop interrupting you. <laughs> I clearly don't know what I'm talking about. It's fine. Um, but it's it's really interesting. And they're they're called demons, but it's spelled like the fancy way, like D-E. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, kids to a certain age, I think like 12 or whatever the coming of age is, um, their demons can shapeshift into different animals. And then once you come of age, it settles into a certain form. Um, uh, sorry? I said okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I, I said what kind. I was like, no, well, no, no. it depends. Um, a polar bear? Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's just it's it's a really cool concept. Um, but uh, I'm sure it'll stir up some controversy at some point because the books did um, because it deals with um, real heavy religion stuff. Um, of course, in an allegorical way, but yeah. it uh, it is really interesting. I, I just I can't wait to see where they go with the whoops to see where they go with the show um, if they go the same way that the books did. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is back too. I haven't had a chance to watch it because I have had a hell of a weekend. Um, <laughs> season but, three, right? Yeah, season yeah. three, and I, I cannot wait to Isn't watch it. Isn't Zachary Levi in that show? He was in season two. I hope he comes back for season three. Um, but it's I just I find that show so charming and so endearing and laugh out loud funny. Um, so I she's won a bunch of awards. For yeah, it. Rachel Brosnahan is genius as yeah she she's so so good um so I, I can't wait to go back and watch that um tune in in january to hear what i what i thought um keep up <laughs> um so let's let's touch on some of the stuff that we both watched um so how about um the good place yes the good place yeah starring Kristen bell yes and, and I the am. other cast of people <laughs> Dancing. Yes. Um, so it is the final season. Yes. Um, what have you thought so far? I've liked it, but I will say, it, to me, it feels like the characters are the characters we know, but it doesn't feel like the show we know. Yeah. Like, no, I agree. I, mean? I, I feel like it might be their weakest season. Yeah. I just hope they, they tie everything up in a nice bow and right. send it off. It kind of, to me, felt like they were dragging the experiment on a little bit too long. Yeah. It, um, I feel like they got like kind of stumbled over their feet didn't know really which way to go yeah anything. yeah which is unfortunate because you'd think with the situation they're in where they're choosing to end it um in, instead of getting canceled you you would think that the story would be a little more concise like you figured they would know exactly where they wanted to yeah. go with it um but i i don't know i just it, it's been a couple weeks since we have an episode yeah, hasn't I think it they took like a little they're on a hiatus yeah okay um but yeah, I, I uh, I'm hoping it finishes up strong. I'm I one of my favorite things from that show has been um, Darcy Carden as uh, Janet. Janet, yeah. Oh my god. See, I I, I like Cheedy. I think yes. he's really funny. Yes, he is. He is great. And but... uh, Jason. Yes, from and, Jacksonville. Any chance to make a dig at Jacksonville is always fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but we I. Uh, I, I just adore Darcy Carden. Actually, she and um, Abby Jacobson from Broad City mm-hmm. are going to be doing a TV show version of A League of Their Own. Really? Which I cannot wait for. Uh, those two, I could see that yeah. very, very easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, lo- I mean, I love um, Darcy Carden in Good Place, and I loved Broad City. That was one of my favorite shows. Um, 
So I am really excited to see where they go with that. But the good place, back to the good place. Um, One of my favorite things about that show is that it is... Pardon me. Uh, One of my favorite things about that show is that it's so philosophical. Yeah. And it's such a deep, deep thought show in a 20-minute format. Like, it's... It's great. And have you listened to the Good Place podcast that they do? I've not. Um, so, I actually did not know that was a thing. Yeah, it's it's official and they have um, the actors from the show on it sometimes. Oh, that's cool. and, yeah, and it, it's great. And they usually address um, some kind of uh, philosophical concept that they tackled in that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it's it's really an interesting listen and it kind of deepens the, the experience the with episode. the show. Yeah. I'll yeah. But yeah, I'm hoping they, they finish it out strong because yeah. I think it's been a really excellent show. Um, and I, I hope it doesn't kind of putter out, you know? Yeah, no, I, I hope they take the time to do it right. Yeah. Another show I watched uh, was Silicon Valley, which mm. actually, as we were filming this, ended yesterday. So that was the series finale, six seasons. Wow. How'd you feel? It was, you know, it was good. It was, they did the typical finale mm-hmm. thing of like, a documentary is being made about what they did. So okay. it's like catching up with them 10 years later. And there's some flashbacks kind of yeah. mixed in with it, which is kind of like a typical, like not a cop out, but yeah, but it feels, but close. it was, it was, um, I guess like with the vibe of the show as a whole, it was fitting mm-hmm. like that is one where it actually made sense okay. with it, but it was, it was good. Uh, it was an hour long. Okay. Which was that not, not the usual format? No, it was usually 30 It's a HBO show. Okay. So usually just 30 minutes. Uh, it was written, produced, and directed by the guy who did Office Space, the movie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that ended. It's got, you know, like uh, Kumail Nanjiani, mm-hmm. Zach Woods, um, Tom Middleditch, all those actors in it. Gotcha. But it was good. You know, it was a, not the worst finale I've seen, not the best. You know, like, I felt, I watched and I was satisfied with it. Yeah. I thought everything was true with everything that happened. Yeah, it was good enough. Yeah, it got job done, I guess. Yeah. 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 Um, Didn't ruin the show. Yeah. Like, How I Met Your Mother or something like that. Game of Thrones. Um, Seinfeld. Oh, even worse. (laughs) Um, So... Uh, one that we've both been watching that I know you've been particularly fond of this season is Rick and Morty. Absolutely. I love that show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the most recent episode, I believe, was the one that you said is your favorite. Uh, the the one, not the one that aired yesterday. Uh, oh. The one oh, did one air yesterday? Ooh. Yeah, there was one yesterday. Did I'm you behind. not prepare for this show? I'm behind. Unbelievable. I, I can't work with these. Sorry, I drove to and from Delray Beach yesterday. Ooh, I'm sorry. On two hours of sleep. Yeah, that's great. I love danger. <laughs> so my middle name. <laughs> um, so what was it about the uh, the heist episode? Yeah, so the so heist much? episode was the third one. You know, I just... I've always had a, a love for heist movies. Mm-hmm. Like the Oceans movies, yes. just stuff like that. And the fact that they were able to take those concepts and just perfectly satirize them. Yeah. Satirize that word? I used it earlier, so I hope so. (laughs) The the genre as a whole and just kind of point out the ridiculousness of it and Mm -hmm. the layers they go to to just like, it's a twist, but it's a twist within the twist, within the twist, within the... And it just, it was just very, it's, you know, it's not, it's probably one of my favorites. Uh Uh-huh. 
Um, I could see the argument that maybe some people might not like it, but I think it does a great job of encompassing their style and what yeah. Rick and Morty is at yeah. its core. Agreed. So, yeah. I yeah I definitely I, I loved that episode as well. Um, I think one of the things that really I, so when I first started watching Rick and Morty. Um, I was kind of passively watching it. I, I wasn't mm-hmm. super into it at first, um, but I, so I'd be doing other things around the house while it was on. Um, but as I got more into it, I was like, oh my God, I need to like sit and pay attention to this yeah. show because it's, it's really, really good. And uh, the premiere of this season, I, um, I really loved because it r- reminded me like, oh my God, this show like actually looks at these concepts and like plays with some pretty dark stuff like the, yeah. the thing with the death crystal with morty <laughs> like you know i i his reaction was a little over the top but you can't say that I, that kind of yeah, thing the, wouldn't actually drive someone to do some crazy shit die, yeah. yeah and and so it's they they have some of these concepts that can go real dark real quick um but that's what i love about it is that like sometimes they skirt that edge and then Come back to comedy yeah. in the end, um, but yeah, the the heist episode was definitely up there. What was for the me. second episode? Which one was that? Um, I'm trying to remember the yeah, the crystals, and then was it uh, with his toilet? That one was all right. Yeah, that, it was kind that, of middle of the road for me. Yeah, that one was good from like a I guess their you know the heist was shows like their in depth writing style. Yeah, how they can really dig into something. Yeah, and then the toilet episode was a good one because it really it was a simple concept that they were able to somehow make a whole elaborate storyline. Yeah, was really well done at that. Yeah, I think my favorite uh, line from the heist episode was when he was like, "Your booze mean nothing to me. I've seen what makes you cheer." Yeah, your booze mean nothing. <laughs> I, I love that. That was great. Um, but yeah, I said lab coat rip off Doctor Strange. Complete ripoff. Yes. Um, so is it is it true that we're I think only getting what five episodes? Five episodes right now, and I think okay. we'll get five in the, first in the spring half of next year. Or something okay. Like that. Yeah. Okay. Probably like March, I would imagine. Yeah, because I remember hearing that. I was like, oh, yeah. well, but you know, I, I know a lot get, goes they, into. They take a while to write. They like to do right, it right. Right, and I mean, if if we get keep getting episodes like the heist episode exactly. you know I'm, I'm more than happy to wait have the quality over the exactly exactly i'm more than yeah. happy to wait exactly. um so we anxiously await the next episode of that and the second half of the season yeah. um but then the uh the other one that we recently watched was an amazon prime original i yeah. believe right yeah. um the boys the boys fantastic yeah that was was great you know i got I was worried because it seems like a lot of movies coming out now are within the superhero genre of like, they're superheroes, but they're not superheroes. Like, it's like, we're going to go dark with it. Right. And it's like... Some genre All right, yeah. It's like, all right, we're kind of, we're reaching here. It's all the same, like, okay, I guess. But the the boys was done phenomenally well. I really loved the... uh, And I know it's based on an existing property, um, but I really liked the idea of, like, the commercialization of superheroes. Yeah. That was so fascinating to me. Yeah, they took a good concept. They took, like, a good angle with it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it it just... some of the violence in it was was, was ridiculous. I was watching the first episode, and my husband walks into the room right as... uh, uh, What's his name? The, the fast guy, yeah, like the flash ripoff. His name, something like that. Train. 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 Yeah, D-Train. Um, is running through the lead's girlfriend, and yeah. there's just blood everywhere. Just the slow motion. Yeah. The, yeah. And my husband came in and was like, what are you watching? Yeah, he just kind of was like, 
and we'll walk yeah. back out. Um, too tired for this. Yeah, but it just it was really well done. Even though some of the violence was like really insanely shocking. Like, no, and I mean, just... it had a good cast too. I like Carl Urban in it as uh, Billy the Butcher. Yes, and yes. Simon Pegg showed up out of nowhere for a bit. He was good. Yeah, it's it's a great. Um, it's very comic book like. Yeah. Um, which I love, mm-hmm. and it. Uh, because where it, where you were saying it's kind of we're, we're afraid we're going into that like oh I'm a gritty superhero type thing yeah. it it did some of that but it also had the like the splash page type yeah thing with some of the violence and all that it's more um, graphic novel than comic book exactly sort of exactly um, but yeah so I I'm I'm really excited um, the trailer for season two just dropped yeah it looks really good I also like um, the uh, the Aquaman. Yes. Oh my Again, God. I'm Chase. Really bad with names. Yes. Um. I can't remember his name either, but yeah. I know it's Chase Crawford. And whew, like, man. Um. Yeah. That poor dolphin. Oh shit. <laughs> that was funny. Honestly, that might be one of the funniest scenes in a TV show this year. I won't lie. I was almost in tears laughing at that. The slow motion too. It just looks at him. Yeah. Oh man, but uh, but yeah. So that new season is dropping. It just said what, <laughs> what twenty twenty, right? I don't think we got yeah, a uh, like an air date. Yeah, definitely next year. Yeah, um, and I'm excited that you know they're not waiting to to get going with that because yeah. it, it was it's just phenomenal. Yeah. yeah, um, I think I might want to go back and read the uh, the comics now or yeah. the the graphic novels. I'm not sure what the formatting is of it. It'd be interesting uh, to see what they kind yeah. Of because um, I was talking to a coworker of mine who said they were pretty faithful to mm-hmm. it, so I'd like to see kind of where the plot goes and see if they stick to it. Because yeah. um, I, I did that with The Walking Dead, and um, which, and that just kind of went off the we rails. I know you're still, I know you're still in on. I don't even know if I want to address that. No, no. <laughs> it, it's happening. I watch it. That's my commentary. <laughs> Hot take. I I gave up. I think season maybe two seasons ago i'm too committed at this point yeah it was when they they broke into the museum whenever that was yeah. um There's a lot going I, I was watching it and i was like you know what i'm gonna free myself from this you know they, they, they do that thing like where it's like they'll they'll have a really good episode and you're like and then they're, they'll do something stupid and then you're just like okay all right let's, i'll see you next season let's let's try again yeah and yeah I'm just there. I'm, I'm fine wasting 16 hours a year on it. That's fine. Yeah, that's... I, that's where I'm at. Yeah. And that's... Yeah, I feel that. There's just so much other stuff that... My watch list is ridiculous. Like, yeah. there's all the stuff that we've talked about. Um, there's so much more that I can't wait to dive into. I just uh, uh, came across Deadwood. And I've never that's watched cool. any of it. I believe it's an old HBO show. Okay. Um, with... Uh, oh. What is his name? He was in. He's in American Gods. Um, mm, can't remember his name. Oh, uh, Ian McShane. Ian McShane, yes. Um, and it's an older HBO show, so it's it's over and done with. But mm-hmm. it's one that I wanna wanna take a look at because um, I've heard good things on The Leftovers, another Damon Lindelof show. Um, I've heard good things. About yeah, that. yeah. So I love what he's doing with Watchmen. So I'd like to go back and revisit that. But. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's there's a lot more to uh, to look forward here on our podcast. Yes, or, uh, absolutely. Yeah, on our show. So um, make sure to come back in January on our next episode because we're going to be counting down our ten top ten of the decade. Yeah, because yes. we're at the there's end of the lot. decade. Yeah, I don't. Like what to the think about hell? That. 
It's just the end of the year, not the end of the decade. It's fine. <laughs> it's um, fine. I'll handle it as it comes. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Um, so, yeah. We'll see you guys again in January. See you in January. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. And uh, don't forget to subscribe to Movie Nights on YouTube, Nights underscore movie on Instagram and Twitter, and Movie Nights on Facebook. Catch you next time. Bye, guys.